Listen, honey. Everybody, how are you doing? Checking in there with my fam. Man, I am so tired. I've had the craziest week. Obviously, some of you know, I hope, well, no, I hope some of you have been voting. I've been on Dancing with the Stars. And yo, that is eight jobs in one. Not only are you showing up to these interviews to make sure they get those cool packages that they uh, record in the beginning of our dance to, you know, interviews. And then you've got five hours a day of learning the routine every single day. And then y'all know I get up at like five for my uh, talk show with the girls on the reel. And so not at all complaining, so thankful to have work, but just hella tired. But the one thing that I look forward to every week is to catch up with you guys with, uh, on this podcast. And I just want to thank you in advance for every single person who tunes into this podcast. Thank you for listening to me while you do your makeup, while you're driving in the car, maybe when you put the kids down for a nap, when, when maybe when you're pouring yourself a bottle of wine, <laughs> Thank you for taking the time and for everybody who rates and reviews this podcast. Thank you because I read those on iTunes. I read all of your DMs when you guys send me snapshots of you listening it to listen, honey, wherever you are. I really appreciate you. And I absolutely love when I get to do my fam questions, my fam questions when I get to sit down and just break it open on my DM, all of the inquiries that you might have about your personal life or questions that you might have towards me. And this is where we just get to have a key key and just talk about all of it together. So thank you in advance to everybody who sent in your questions on my DMs. And I'm going to be sharing some of them that I chose with you today. So what I'm going to do is just pretty much play the questions because this time I asked my fam out there to send them to me by audio. Actually record your questions because I find that questions are so much better answered when I can hear the inflection of your voice. I don't know if y'all know this, but nonverbal communication is actually more powerful than just the communication itself. I know that's big for me because I don't always use the right words. So seeing the emphasis in my voice, seeing my eye contact, all of that is so important. So thank you to those of you out there who sent in these questions. Let's start with the first one. I'm not going to give you the names, but I'm going to make up names just to help keep my fam out there anonymous. So let's call this first person Carly to you would be during such a trialing time like the pandemic, uh, the election, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like that affected all of us. I'm Hispanic, but um, of course it affected all of us. Um, I just want to know how you stay so positive because currently um, I do work in Manhattan in the city, um, but right now I'm working from home since covid cases have started to go up again and just I feel very down and out and mentally it's just it's taking a toll on me. Carly thank you so much for your question and girl I feel you working out there in Manhattan. I have friends out in Manhattan who have told me it's so different. I heard that the streets are so empty. Restaurants have closed down. They're all boarded up that it's not been the same. And the restaurants, by the way, that have been able to stay open and have business are the ones that have outdoor seating, right? So you guys, what what is gonna happen when the weather gets too cold to sit outside? Think about it. Every restaurant will have to close because if 
this pandemic continues the way it has been, we're not going to be able to have the outdoor sitting regulation. And man, it's mad hard for families out there. I personally love New York. It's one of my favorite cities in the entire US. And I know that my heart will be broken when I go out there to see how much it's changed. So I feel for you, Carly. I feel for you seeing this in your city out there. Um, to answer your question, how do I stay positive? Especially during the pandemic, And like you said, Black Lives Matter. And I wouldn't even look at Black Lives Matter like a movement. It's an understanding. It's a way of life. We should always, at this moment, listen to our Black friends and uh, brothers and sisters out there and step in as much as we can to support Black businesses, to level out the playing field, to listen, empathize, check in, and speak up for Black rights, uh, for human rights, you know? So- Yes, it's been a very heavy year. And the way that I've managed to stay positive is by being active. Man, this election coming up, I am studying as much as I can. I've definitely already registered. I hope you guys have too. But just getting ready to be equipped with information and knowledge on who I feel good about voting for. And not just for the presidency. That's actually the least of my worries. I'm thinking about my local candidates, my local law changes, things like the no knock warrants that we, you know, sadly discovered needed to change after the death of Breonna Taylor, but realized that that's only active now in a few states after that tragedy, that we still have so much more work to do to make sure that this is represented across the US. So for me, I find that when I'm active and when I inform myself with the power of what I can do, that's when I feel most positive. That's when I feel like I can lift myself out of the depression, out of being depressed about these heavy issues that feel really daunting to change. But Carly, you got to remember that you can make change. When it comes to voting, you have the power to vote in your local area, but also on a greater scale uh, altogether as an American. And then remember when it comes to Black Lives Matter, there are so many things you can do to just not only check in with your community around you, but also have these conversations at home, have them with your family. What are your family members saying and thinking when it comes to black lives out there that are facing police brutality, that are facing unjust situations? How are you checking in with your friends and the black community and, and listening wherever necessary to make sure that their voices are being heard. For me, it's also checking in with my privileges. Everybody has privilege. And the way that you use your privilege best dictates whether or not you understand that Black Lives Matter and also whether or not you're using everything you have around you to the best of your ability to shed light on those that don't have the same privilege you do. I know this podcast for me is one of them, which is why you see me featuring so many different entrepreneurs and amazing people of black descent who just have great entrepreneurial ideas or have, you know, a a voice on something that I will never get a perspective of because I, I want to listen more than I want to speak about black lives. So just checking with your privilege, making sure that you're active, making sure that you're informed, I feel is the best way to stay positive and to actually be proactive. Thank you so much for that question, Carly. All right, let's listen to another one. If a woman that I like is still talking to a guy that she used to be with and they're still cool or whatever, um, and 
they're not together and she likes me as well, um, should I have a problem with that if she's continuing to have conversations about that person, even though we're not in a relationship? All right, so this is a big one. I'm going to say that's Danny. Danny, I love when men out there hit me up with questions like this. I love having conversations with my brothers out there. And when you guys ask relationship questions, because I always like learning how a man thinks, right? So should you be bothered if your, your crush or the person that you're you know, hoping things can move forward with is still in, in a relationship or a friendship with the person that she used to date. I think your feelings are valid no matter what the status of your relationship, bro. Like for real, if you have any issue with your potential relationship now or your crush now, it's going to only amplify if you guys get together. Now, whether or not you have a right is a different story when it comes to how close you are with this person. So first question I want to ask is, are you guys on the same page with where you want this relationship to land? Meaning, does she just think you guys are friends or are you guys hoping that you guys get to a place where you might exclusively be seeing each other? That should be clear first before you even mention whether or not you like the fact that she's talking to people from her past before or right now, right? So first thing you need to ask is, hey, where do you see this relationship going? Because I really like you. And put your feelings out there. Talk about where you hope to see this relationship, why you enjoy her company, what you could see both of you guys doing together. You know, I know for Jay, he put that out there day one, told me, you know, that he was interested in pursuing this further, but first he wanted to see what I pictured us doing together so that we could match notes. And I think that was such a smart move on his part because immediately it centered me up and, and told me that this isn't a man who's playing games. So if I was doing anything on the side, I need to make a decision now on where he stands in my life because he didn't deserve when he put himself out there to have me keep things in the dark. Does that make sense? So number one is set the playing field with this woman and be really clear with what your, both of your hopes are for the relationship. Then number two, when you guys have decided, yes, we would like to work towards being exclusive. It doesn't mean that you have to now, but when you are ready to make that move and you guys want to take this to the next level and be a little bit more, you know, intimate with each other, not sexually or physically, but being more intimate with each other's time, then there's a space there where you can say, hey, how do you feel when it comes to talking to people from our past, people we had relationships with. I would ask it openly so you can see her take on it first. Let the woman speak about maybe she's, you know, really good friends with this person and would like to introduce you as well as a friend. Or maybe she just has a different perspective that deserves to be heard. At that point then, I think that not only does she deserve to air out what she feels about it, but I think you also deserve to air out what you feel about it. Talk about why you don't talk to people in your past or why you might have a problem with it. It just needs to be a discussion. There's no right or wrong answer, but I think she deserves to be heard and then you deserve to be heard. And from there, you guys can chip away and find a compromise that is not, not only healthy for you guys as you move forward in testing this relationship out, but it also sets the tone on how you guys will be 
discussing issues like this together. Because the whole thing is a discussion. Then there's, there's no right or wrong answer. I can't say one thing that's right for a relationship will be right for other relationships out there. But I think that when you can discuss it together, figure out the best case scenario that makes both parties feel heard and respected and then move forward from there, that's what makes a solid relationship. It makes the issue itself actually secondary. So I hope that helps you, Danny. And hit me up and let me know where that ends up too. I'm going to take a break right now, but when we come back, I'm going to play more questions from my fam out there because I love tapping into your guys' lives and helping out as much as I can. So when we come back from the break. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome back to Listen, Honey. We are having my fam questions, my favorite time of my podcast where I get to tap into your guys' lives and see how I can help out with your individual questions. So let's play the next one that came right to my DM is how do you try and balance having a dating life while also trying to get in your career but you don't want to solely focus on and also having a social life also while trying to like do this whole quarantine thing I feel like that's been like my biggest struggle trying to date I just graduated college trying to get into my career which I'm technically already in but like how do you manage having time for all these tasks and trying to mainly date and you don't want to wait till it's too late I mean I'm only 23 and I know it's kind of like (laughs) I'm gonna stop it there because uh she gets a little personal and I want to keep her anonymous but we'll call her Linda so Linda what's up baby first of all Congrats on graduating college, especially at this time. I don't know if you took a bunch of virtual classes, but already you better than I am because my God, my attention span is Nathan. That's what we say in the Bay is nothing, but my God, for you to have graduated big, big, big feet. Um, how do you balance dating, social life, seeing your friends, getting to work? How do you balance that in this time? You don't have to balance. I I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself right now just by trying to do it all. I feel a little stressed listening to your question, if I'm honest, because I think that you feel like you have to do that all. You don't. You absolutely don't. First of all, you need to prioritize, which is most important to you right now. And by the way, that doesn't have to be an immediate answer. Sometimes for a week, you may just want to see your friends and lay off the trying to find a job. The next week, you may be trying to find your hustle and be really into that. And you need to tell your friends and these boo things or somebody who could be a boo thing. You know what? Not right now. I, I, I don't even have to get back to you right now because I'm trying to find my hustle. You know, so the answer is you do what's important to you. You do not have to answer to getting a dating life or finding and, and appeasing those friends. Your real friends are going to want you to make some money. And your real friends are going to understand if you don't feel like talking to them right now. And when it comes to dating, I know I did not hear you say that you're running out of time. I promise you, 
You will always have time to date. I promise you, men are not running out out there. And with a woman who already graduated college, has friends, has a busy schedule, trust me, woman, you will always have time to date. There's always going to be somebody for you. So my number one advice to you would be to prioritize what's most important to you right now and focus on that. So if it's dating, I mean, I, I, I can't believe it right now that it would be dating, but let's just say you want to find a boo thing and you want to, you know, you want to feel what that's like to get into cuddle season, cuffing season, right? It's cuddle season for me, but I would then prioritize that. Get onto some of these dating apps, figure out how you can socially, distancely meet somebody out there with your masks on. Take those precautions like always because you don't want to get the Rona and also find somebody who wasn't worth your time. So be careful on that. But I would honestly just pick what it is you want for the week or the two weeks and then ride it out from there. And then you might be over dating after two weeks and be like, you know what, what am I talking about? I want to figure out my career path. And you might want to go into job sites and, you know, sending out those resumes or polishing up your entire profile on Instagram, clear out those (coughs) moments and make yourself look presentable on the gram. I'm just kidding. But whatever it may be, I think you should just do what feels good to you, but do not feel like you have to do it all. I know for me right now, it's about my hustle. It's about doing Dancing with the Stars, making sure that I'm on time on the reel and speaking from a well-rested place. Jay has to understand that these two, you know, are, are taking up a big amount of time on my, on my schedule right now. And I have to understand that he's got, you know, an album coming out. He also has his daughter that he has to visit. So, so these take priorities. And, and of course the shift is, uh, you know, it's difficult. It takes a transition, but I think that as long as you communicate it to yourself and you're true to what you need to do and, and, you know, you have people that love you and support you around you, you'll figure that out. Good luck, boo. Keep in touch with us and let me know how it goes. All right, here comes our next question. If you're with a man that you really like, but he's been honest about the fact that he does not need a relationship and does not know if he even wants one, should you give him time to figure that out or just accept it and move on. So these type of questions come once in a while. We're going to say this is Sandy. And Sandy's question is, is very common for me because it starts out with, if a man tells you, and then fill in the blank, and then the end goes kind of like, so do I believe him? Or, and then insert something like, I should tell him how to feel or in this case for Sandy, wait for him to figure it out. He told you how he feels. First of all, give the man props for being honest because I love an honest man. They're not all honest out there as there is an honest woman. So when you find one, appreciate that. This man is telling you, I don't want a relationship. He's telling you, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm not into it right now. So whatever this is, let's be that, but don't expect me to be exclusive to you. Don't expect me to be there for you next Monday. Don't expect for me to be there for you for Christmas. I'm just enjoying what this is now. Thank you for being straight up, man. And let's honor more men and women for being straight up about what you want. I always say, be honest. It's sexy. Nothing sexier than an honest person. Then number two, he told you what he wants. Sandy, is that what you want? Are you cool with having just this 
nondescript thing happening or do you need a relationship? Do you want, well, you don't need a relationship. I'll tell you that. But do you want a relationship? If you want something he doesn't want right now, boom, there's your answer. That's it. Don't try to fit a square into a peg hole. Is that the saying? Whatever it may be, but that's just it right there. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And girl, when I say, let him go if he's not the one because you want a relationship, do not go and then just sit there on the sidelines waiting for him to change. Please don't go do that. Just go, literally go and find the person that matches what you want as well. Find the person that sounds like, oh, I am open to a relationship because if that's what you want, that's what you want. But by the way, there's no harm in also just writing this out with this guy as long as your end all be all goal isn't, I just want to be in a relationship. If you want to just kind of ride this out and see where this goes, you might not want him as a, as a relationship. He might talk too much. He might stink. He might be around too many people with the Rona. I don't know what it is, but you just might want to just also ride it out and see what happens because the idea of the relationship I find, especially around about this, you know, coming upcoming winter months makes people think they want a relationship and that's not always the case. So at the end of the day, just make sure that if you're involved with anybody or spending time with anybody that your, your idea of what you want matches. Cause when it doesn't match, that's when you're going to be the one that ends up getting hurt or upset. And I don't want that to happen to you. All right. We have time for one more question coming from, let's call this person, uh, well, let me hear the voice first and then I'll know what to call this person. My question for you is, um, how do you stay grounded when you're in a relationship and you're really ready to get married, but you're just not quite there yet in the relationship? It's not quite that season. How do you keep yourself grounded and focused? Okay, so this person is from Atlanta, Georgia, ATL, and I'll call her Georgia. You have a beautiful voice, Georgia. Okay, so you said two different things, what I heard. You said, how do you stay grounded when you want to get married, but your relationship isn't really there and you're not really there? Okay, coming from a place where I'm now walking into marriage, but I also came out of divorce, I will tell you, Marriage is not something to play with. It is not for someone who maybe think they might ready. They might be ready for marriage. Maybe I'm kind of, you know, thinking about marriage and but I'm in a relationship heading towards marriage. None of that. Marriage is one of those decisions where when you make it, you really want to be ready for it. The relationship really has to be ready for it. And even when you both think that you're ready for it and the relationship is ready for it, it still takes time to just build that and have conversations about what that means. What does it mean to be ready for marriage? What commitments does that require? How do the changes of dating move into now marriage? And are you ready for that? So I really am grateful that you know your relationship isn't ready for marriage because it would have been confusing if you were ready for marriage and you thought your relationship was ready for marriage, but it's not. No, you actually know that the relationship is not ready. So guess what? Thank God that you have that answer. Thank God that you're actually not confused. You're not confused. You just want to wait until you feel solid that you're ready for marriage. You'll know it. 
I promise you it'll be so sure. It'll be as sure as your name and where you live. The way you just said, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, is the same way you're going to say, I'm ready for marriage. And when you say our relationship is ready for marriage, is also going to sound that certain too. Um, the, big, the big mistake I made when I was younger is I was teetering on whether or not I was ready for marriage, but the relationship seemed kind of ready for marriage, even though we weren't talking about it. And then I went into it with both feet and really learned the hard way that the relationship was not ready and we weren't ready as individuals. And we also didn't have a thorough enough talk about what we want in marriage. Now, for me, this, doesn't, this isn't for everybody out there, but I think that if you want to prepare yourself for marriage, you should be talking about what's your combined vision. What, what is the vision that you have together? Because if you don't share something in that life together, and it could look like, you know, having children or building a business together or just wanting to share your, your combined goals together and support one another. But it has to be something because if you don't have that united bond with each other, your life will grow separately. And it's very painful when you watch something you committed to, especially in front of people. You, when you watch it sever, it's really painful because you don't know why, but when you didn't bond to, you know, two glaciers, how do you expect these two glaciers to stay together in a moving current of this crazy fast paced world. You actually have to find a way to bond it and keep it united. So I'm just appreciating that, you know, already you're not rushing into anything. You're not saying that you're ready for marriage. Wait for it. And the time will come, honey, I promise. And when it does, it'll feel certain and you'll understand the difference between what you feel now and what you'll feel later. Guys, that wraps up my fam questions. I'm so appreciative of you guys sending these questions in. If you want to continue sending them in, I actually keep them in a little log so that I can still open them up when we have question sessions like this. So hit me up on the DM. Hit me up in, yo, this is how old I am right here. Hit me up in the DM at the Genie Mai and do rate and review this podcast. Let me know if you guys like these sessions. I personally love them. They're my favorite, but I want to make sure they're beneficial to you too. So rate and review this con- this podcast on iTunes, anywhere on Spotify. I read them and hit me up in the DMs if you like the answers too. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next Monday. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.